Alrighty, Shalom Ubracha to everybody. Shalom Ubracha to everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for joining this special Thursday night shear. We've been off of the Parsha Shearim for a while because the shear, the, the uh, Siddharim aren't exactly matched up in Eretz Yisrael and America, and we have Chavra who listen from everywhere. So I thought it would be <clears throat> a little bit partial and unfair to continue with the Parsha Shear, but Ezra Shem will continue with that when the Parshas line up. But we are trying to do in Yanim Shainim different topics of interest and importance for our general of Hashem, which is the most important thing and is the focus that we try to engage with and try to encourage each other. And um, the most important thing is the Kavana. The most important thing is how much we know about Yiddishkeit and Avodah Hashem. That's exactly how much we're going to get out of our Avodahs. It all begins in the Das, like the, like the Tanya teaches us, and the Das affects the midas, the das affects how we feel and how we are present in the in the action and how much we feel a cheshik for it, Bezer Hashem, as we're going to see from the sources that we have tonight. So I just, first of all, want to obviously thank all of you for being here. It's always a very special privilege to be able to learn with you, each and every one of you individually, to take off time and learn together as a chabura is something that I don't take for granted. And I appreciate it. I appreciate you for being here. And um, of course, we appreciate our anonymous Sponsor of, of tonight's shear, who is sponsoring the shear in the schus of Dveikos and Muna Simcha, Geula and Yeshua Prati and Klali. For myself, this is the sponsor speaking, my children and all of Hashem's children. Amen. Amen. Thank you for, uh, for the support. Okay, so we have a lot to get to, like literally a lot. I am very doubtful that we're going to be able to cover everything in the course of this shear. I'm going to share my screen just so you can get a picture of how much we have to cover. And we're going to try. We're going to try. All with the help of the Master of the World as usual. One second here. Um, one second. That wasn't the right one. Um, here. Okay. Okay. Let me share the screen and we'll begin. Okay, the holiness of eating on Shabbos. Yeah, so we have a lot. We have a lot to get to, Baruch Hashem. We're going to try to take it step by step, slow and steady, um, while still being mindful of the time. I'm just going to try to make sure that this is set up properly and that we can see each other. And let's begin. Okay, so eating on Shabbos. It's an avoida that we look forward to. It's part of the mitzvah of Oynik Shabbos, as we're going to learn. It's something that's extremely enjoyable and delicious. And um, great kudos to all the chefs here and everybody that's involved in, in uh, preparing the food for Shabbos. It's something that we, Baruch Hashem, is one of those mitzvahs that we, that we look forward to. And we know that the eating of Shabbos is holy. We know that the eating of Shabbos is an avoida. It's part of the delight of Shabbos, part of the Oynik of Shabbos. But I want to I wanna really delve very deeply into the essential characteristic of the eating of Shabbos, klape, in relation to the eating of the week. I want to get into shalosh su'udas, why dafka, there are three meals and what those correspond to, and how the eating of Shabbos, Be'ezer Hashem, certainly after learning what we're going to explore together, can become not just another avayda on Shabbos, but with intention can become one of the primary, primary Avoidus, Mamash, the essence that encapsulates what Shabbos is and what's being accomplished on Shabbos. Let's take it step 
by step starting with Rabbeinu HaKadosh V'Agadol V'Anoira Rabbeinu Nachman Ben Fegus Chusya Ganeleinu and the Kutim Aran Reish Ayin Zayin. Let's begin. Ah, Rabbi Yoel, amazing to see you. Thanks for joining. Da says the Rebbe. Ki Achila Shabbos Eina B'Shvul Sviya Klal. The Rebbe says you should know that the eating of Shabbos has nothing to do with Sviya, nothing to do with sustenance, nothing to do with eating for the purpose of becoming satisfied, which is why we ordinarily eat, hopefully, and that's a holy darga of eating. Extraneous eating is glutton, as gluttonous as something that's not looked upon as being a positive thing. The Pasuk says, Tzadik Oichel Tzadik eats just for the purpose of satisfaction, sustenance. A person, a Tzadik hopefully eats healthy, the Tzadik takes care of his or her body. But over here we're speaking about, says Rabbi Nachman, the eating of Shabbos is different essentially. In a sense that's certainly different quantitatively also, that's for sure. But, but, the, but the eating of Shabbos is different qualitatively in the sense that it's not for Sevilla. We're not eating because we're trying to go ahead and satisfy our desire to eat. The reason that we're eating on Shabbos is in order to be mamshich bracha to all the six days of the week, to draw down blessing through our eating, which seems to be what I mean. It's the same thing, just Arab Shabbos I ate, and now I'm eating. It's the same achil, it's the same act. Could be some of the same foods. Says the Rebbe, no, no, no. It's totally, totally different. The reason that we eat on Shabbos is that through the act of eating, and we're going to get into this very deeply, we should be able to cover all the points, and we might need to go a little bit over time, not like crazy over time, but the chavah that want to stick with us can continue. It's recorded, Be'ez Hashem, video, audio, and so whoever needs to pop out after an hour, Be'ez Hashem will be able to listen to the rest, hopefully, in the recording. But this is, this is something else. Kamuva Bazaira says, brought in the Zara Kadesh, Kimiachila Shabbos, Nishbaim, Minizbarchin, Kalsheshasiyaman. Through the eating of Shabbos, the six days of the week receive an effluence, a tremendous divine flow of Shefa of bounty. Here's a classic Rabbi Nachman twist, and a classic correlation of a couple of ideas to bring out this point in a Mechudish and a genius and a novel way. Says the Rebbe simply, Ki Ikra Here's how we know that the primary satisfaction is on Shabbos itself. Ki suma in the Gemara and Yuma tells us that a suma, that a blind person, has no satisfaction. There's a concept of a person who can't see what it is that they're eating. There's an inui in that. In the sense that they're not able to see, they can maybe taste the taste like they tasted the man. But in terms of a person that is lacking the visual perception of the food that we're consuming, there's a certain oneg, there's a certain enjoyment that's lacking in that particular experience. Like we said. So that's one thing that we know. A person that's not having the ability to see their food, and we have Baruch Hashem, somebody demonstrating Achila for us, Chazi Hashem, Right? So we have, right, a person that's not able to see their food, so that means that there's something lacking. It's not completely satisfied. Now, we also know that that a person who takes very big steps, the Gemara says, it takes away, really in Tainus, it says, one five hundredth of the person's eyesight. There are tires on this explanations. There's a Taisvus there, very interesting Taisvus. Okay, without getting to that, every detail. But taking big steps does something to a person's eyes. That's what the Gemara says. Well, when do our eyes become healed? Answers the Gemara, Bikidusha de Beishimsha. The Gemara says, Bikidusha de Beishimsha. 
that when we make Kiddush Friday night, there's an Indian, very deep Indian, to look in the Kais very, very deep. The eyes are Chachma, and the Kais is Malchus, and it's a big Yichud to look into the Kais when we're making Kiddush. But I'll call Panim, that's a Tikkun for the eyes. Kiddusha the Shimsha Friday night. Nimsa says the Rebbe, okay, make a Cheshbon. If we're lacking severe satisfaction because we can't see, and on Shabbos we get our eyesight back from all of the blemish that was caused by taking big steps, on whatever level that means, whether it's physical or whether that means rushing through life, right? We take two big steps, we miss out on so many important things, so many moments that we miss out on. Shabbos is a pause. Shabbos is a break. So we get back that eyesight on Shabbos that gives us the ability to stop for a minute, to appreciate our family, to appreciate every breath that we take, to appreciate Eretz Yisrael of Rezaycha, to live here or wherever we are, to be enveloped by the Shechina, Shabbos gives, our, gives us the eyesight back, says the Rebbe, okay. If satisfaction is tully in seeing, and seeing is fixed on Shabbos, then Shabbos must be the headquarters of satisfaction when eating. Nimsa says the Rebbe, she'ikr shleimus ma'or that the primary completion of a person's eyesight takes place on Shabbos. That's why the Sviya is on Shabbos. Because we already said that satisfaction from food depends on the on the ability to see the food. And that takes place on Shabbos. Okay. Shouldn't be a gimel there. And this is Pshad on the Pasuk. Poison boy psia kitana. That the Pasuk says, Poison by Psia Ketana, we say, not a Pasuk, we sing it in the Zemer. That on Shabbos we take small steps, because we're not allowed to take big steps on Shabbos. Hilu Checha, you can't walk, that the walking of Shabbos shouldn't be the same as the walking of the week. But Daika takes small steps. And then that Piyot continues, and the Zemer continues, say Adin by Levarech Shalish Pa'amin, that we eat on Shabbos Levarech, in order to, to bless. And Rabbi Nachman, of course, is going to explain that. Shalish Pa'amim three times, these are the three Su'udis of Shabbos. So there's a correlation between the small steps of Shabbos and the eating of Shabbos. Says the Rebbe, what's the Kesher? What's the connection? You could say anything about Shabbos and, and follow it up with, oh, and we also have three, ste- three Su'udis on Shabbos. What does it have to do with taking small steps? Says the Rebbe, genius Cheshbin. Hainu b'Shabbos, poisin b'siyah ketana. Shabbos, we know that we take small steps. Well, what happened to us that we started to lose the eyesight that comes back on Shabbos? We took big steps. Mimela says the Rebbe, poison by psia katana, the taking of small steps on Shabbos, is the hepich, is the opposite of the big steps that caused us to lose our eyesight, which means to say that it's the rectification of the loss of eyesight that took place because of the very big steps, says the Rebbe. That's the Kesher. So, Adin boy, Levarech, Shalish Pa'amin, Mimela. Our eating on Shabbos, says the Rebbe, is only not for satisfaction, because that was already accomplished by Shabbos in and of itself. But say, Adin boy, levarech shalish pa'amim, says the Rebbe. Hainu shabbos Shabbos, poisin psiya katan on Shabbos, we take small steps. Shayideza ma'are na'i mishlemus, that through this the eyesight is bishlemus, is complete. Shayideza sviya kanal, that this is where satisfaction comes from, and sustenance, and feeling completely full, blessed. Filled, content. And therefore, this that we're eating three times on Shabbos, who rak levarech, is only that we're not stam eating because we want to be, we want we want to go ahead and fill ourselves because we're hungry. That's not why we're eating on Shabbos. 
Why? Because Shabbos itself is the primary sevia, the primary satisfaction. Well, how do we know that? Because what's the opposite of sevia? Blindness. Ah, and blindness comes from taking big steps. But on Shabbos, we're poisoned by psiya ketana. Shabbos, we take small steps. That's the tikkun of the re'iya. Ah, tikkun of re'iya is sustenance. Memela, say adin boy. If we have to eat on Shabbos, it's only levarich. It's only for the purpose, as the Rebbe, who rak levarich. Tahina begindi is barchen kol shita yoyim. is to draw life and blessing to the six days of the week through our eating, but it's not for our stomachs and it's not for our physiological nature. It's not. Shabbos itself satisfies us. For Shabbos itself, you don't need to eat three times for Shabbos. On Shabbos, the eating is not in order to go ahead and to fill our bellies and to make sure that we're content and that we're not hungry anymore. It's only for the purpose of sending blessing into the six days of the week by drawing it down into our lives. That's a Torah from Rabbi Nachman, Reish Ayin Zayin, by way of Akdama. You already see that there is a tremendous chiluk, a distinction that's made between the eating of Shabbos and the eating of the six days of the week. What's the makar of eating on Shabbos? And Chas Shalom, I don't want to, uh, to put any pressure at all. Aaron David already knew what I was going to say, but if, if you are capable of turning the video on, if that's the right matzah, makes it much easier. I can feel like I'm speaking to neshamas, you know, speaking to people. But uh, no pressure. Mamish, no pressure. I understand. No pressure. Okay, so it says the Gemara in Shabbos. Okay, there's a Mishnah that says that if a person's house is on fire, right? So there are certain halachas on Shabbos of what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. The Gemara, the Mishnah says that if the, if the fire falls out on Friday night, you could take out three meals worth of food. If the fire is Shabbos morning, you could take out two meals worth of food. And if it's in the afternoon, you take out one meal worth of food. Says the Gemara, Tan Rabbanon, Kama The Gemara and the Mishnah is not just telling us the din about what to do when there's a fire. Implicitly, we can learn how many su'udas a Jew is supposed to eat on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Shalish. The first Mandar of the Brisa says Shalish, the Tanakama. Rabbi Chitka Oimer, Rabbi Chitka says Arba, you have to eat three. I'm sorry, you have to eat four su'udas. Um, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan came along and said, They're both getting this from the very same Pasuk. The Pasuk says, In reference to the man, Eat it today. Because today is Shabbos. When they got a double portion and they didn't know what this was for, Lechem Mishnah, Moshe Rabbeinu told them, no, 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 there's two portions, one for Friday and one for Shabbos in and of itself because Shabbos is not going to fall man. On Shabbos, you're not going to find anything in the field. Now, the depth of our Torah is so incredible. It's, you have no idea this. I mean, maybe you do. I'm sure you do. This sugya is so big. I could speak now on this for four hours. I'm not gonna, it's so big. I hope that we could do it just a little bit justice. It's, it's a huge, huge sugya and so deep and nuanced and multifaceted. It's, what a privilege, what a privilege. Shreinu. Okay, so Shnei Mika Echad Darshu, the both Darshan in one Pasik, the Pasik is about the man, and Moish Rabinu says very redundantly, today, today, to eat it today, because Shabbos today, and today Hashem says it's not going to be in the Sada. If you notice, there are three times Hayoim mentioned in the Pasuk. Rabbi Chitka Oimer, Hani Tlasa Hayoim Levar Urta. So Rabbi Chitka held that Rabbi Chitka was the one that said that you need to eat four meals on Shabbos. Rabbi Chitka says, well, listen, it says Hayoim. 
There are three times Hayoyim in the Pasuk, but Hayoyim means day. Maybe it precludes and excludes the meal that we're supposed to eat at night. That's how Rav Chitka learned, because it says Hayoyim. So Hayoyim means daytime, doesn't mean nighttime. Laila is night. Memela, three times Hayoyim. So there's three meals in Shabbos day and one meal Friday night. That's what Rav Chitka says, Rabbanan Savri, and the other Manda Amrim, the first Manda Amr and the Brisa says, Bahadi du Urta. This includes the nighttime as well. That's the source. Remember the source of the Gemara for three Sudas. Out of this Pasuk of Hayoyim, Hayoyim, Hayoyim. Now there's a big Machlech as Yashayim, without getting into all the Halachik in Yanim, because I'm not the person and this is not the content. But, but, uh, but, but it's very fascinating to learn that whole Sugya also about whether the Kiyam of Shalish Su'udas is a Diyaraisa coming from this Pasuk Mamish that says that Mamish Ichlu Hayoyim, that there's a Chiv Diyaraisa to eat Shalish Su'udas, or whether it's Nichlal in the Mitzvah of Oinik. Whether it's Nichlal in the Mitzvah of Oinik, and this Pasuk is an Asmacht of Alma, that this Pasuk is just, and it has a lot of, kind of, it has a lot of, um, Nafkaminas, right? La'alacha, thank you. Practical ramifications with regard to whether women are chayiv, right? Because they were chayiv in, in, in the Indian of the man. Afim That's what the Bach says. Without getting into the, to the, whole, the whole depth of it. The question, the question is whether this is connected to the mitzvah of oinig or it's a separate mitzvah, mamish and mitzvah of achila Shabbos three times. Says the Zayar Kaddish, the Zayar puts it all together. On the same Pasuk, Moshe told Am Yisrael, eat it today, because Shabbos is the day for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Today you will not find it in the field. Says the Zayar, same thing as the Gemara, says three times in the Pasuk. Okay, but then the Zayar goes in a little bit of a different direction, right? Sounds like the Gemara. That match the number of suudas, three suudas, they skriu oinik. Right? So the Zara puts it all together. Uh, yes, it comes from this pasuk, but it's the mitzvah of oinik. And that's why it's three. Daika, because it's nichlul in the mitzvah of oinik. Ma'u oinik, what's what's oinik? Hadao dechsev. And the pasuk says in Yishayahu, the karasal is Shabbos oinik. And so it's the same three from the pasuk that correlate. And over here you see the little chipchik. Oinik means to say, it's not just a word that means pleasure, it's three letters. Ayin, Nun, Gimel. Memela, Shalish, Su'udas. Three times Hayyim, which is how we paskin. Three Su'udas. Neighbor Yoytza also, the other man, the Amr of Chitka, because we eat Matzah Shabbos, Asudam, Malava Malka, maybe. Right? But Oynik, Ayin, Nun, Gimel. And then the Zarakadosh quotes this Pasuk without explaining anything. Vinahar, Yoytze, Me'edin, Lahashkas, Esagan. That the river flows out of Eden, Lahashkis as a gun, might be one of the deepest psukim in the whole Tyra, if you could say. say every Pasuk is the deepest. The amount of Tyra you could say on this Pasuk is unbelievable. The Nahar, Yoitsemi, Eden, and a river flows out of Eden, out of Eden, Lahashkis as a to saturate the garden and to give it life. What does Azar want with this Pasuk over here? So you'll notice there are three subjects in the Pasuk Nahar, Eden, and Gan. There's Aden, which is the source of the, of, the, of the Shefa. There's the Nahar, the river that's flowing out of Aden. And there's the Gan that's being saturated with that life force, divine life force from the Nahar. What's the Rosh of Aden, Nahar, Gan? Is Oneg. Is Oneg. And these are the three letters that correspond to the three times Hayyim and the Pasuk, which the Gemara and Shabbos tells us refers to the three Subudas. Okay, now we need to go outside the sources for, for a little bit. For a little bit. 
The Balsham Tav HaKadosh teaches that there are three facets to all of existence. Everything in existence contains three elements that can be split. Everything in creation, everything in the whole, not just in the world or in your dining room, certainly, or in the, in the country, in the whole world, in the universe, in, the, in space, everything in the oil of Masiya, which does have a gvul, it's not endless, space is not endless, is nichlul in three things. And these three things are the following. And this was a unique chiddush of the Baal Shem Tev to phrase it in such a way. He said, there are three things that the whole world is split into, and they are called oilamais, neshamais, and elikus. Three things. Worlds, souls, and godliness. Oilamais, neshamais, elikus. Worlds, souls, and godliness. Now, Rabbi Nachman of Breslov in Tarnun Beis, the all-important Tarnun Beis 52, it's a must, must, must learn if you haven't learned it yet, Tarnun Beis, it's one of the shorter ones, just one page, one, one Amud. Rabbi Nachman over there teaches that there are three other kinds of terminology which certainly align with Olamis, Nishamis, and Alikus, and they are the following. Says the Rebbe, there's something called Mechuyiv Hamatziyahs, and that means necessary existence. Kiyum be'emes. What's really, truly there. Mechuyiv ha'metziyas. It's mechuyav. It doesn't rely on anything else. It's not efshar that it relied on something else to decide whether it should be there or not. It is just there. It is how we define existence. And of course that relates to Hashem, who's the only true mechuyiv ha'metziyas. That there was no chas v'shalom, malafnim, malafnim. There's no, nothing came before HaKadosh Baruch. That, that's just, Hashem is the metziyas. The mechuyiv ha'metziyas. Then there is Efshari Hametzias, which is the other extreme, which means to say something that's dependent on something else. It could either have been created or it could not have been created. That's called Efshari Hametzias. And the Rebbe says, then there's something called Nishmas Yisrael, the souls of the Jewish nation. Why is there a world? Why is there a world around us? What's the purpose of this whole thing? Isn't that an important question we should sometimes think about? I was thinking yesterday, wouldn't it be great if somebody wrote a book, Who is Hashem? Like, we, who is Hashem? How many of us think about this? The Pasuk says, You have to know who you're serving before you serve Him. But like, I don't know. It's, it's a pretty, that's a pretty good question. And I'm not sure you'd have so many fluent answers if you stop a person in shul who just dab in the shuckle, the kamar, you know, whatever, and you stop like tap on the shoulder, hey, who is Hashem? <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, it's a big, that's a big question. We need to be educated and we're all growing and we're all trying to learn and it's an endless, of course, Hashem is ain't sof, but there are things we can know that make this whole Indian of Yiddishkeit a little bit easier. When I say a little bit, it's, I mean a lot, a lot easier, a lot sweeter, a lot sweeter, but why is there a world? What does Hashem want from this world? And the answer is HaKadosh Baruch who wants that Am Yisrael should be able to utilize the world in such a way that could reveal HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence, His godliness, His alukus within that place of ultimate gvul, of ultimate limit, of ultimate darkness, of ultimate corporeality. Mimela says the Rebbe, our job is to draw down energy 
from the realm of mechuyev hametzius, of real kiyam, down into the realm of efshari hametzius. In such a way that if we're living as we're supposed to be living, and it's therefore necessary for Hashem to have a world because He decided to have Am Yisrael, and He is the Mechuyi Ba'amitziyas, this is His Ratzon, that we should exist. Oh, and also we need a world. Then the more that we're being Yidin, the more the world becomes real. The more the world, and this has many, many ramifications. We're not giving a shoot now on Nun Beis. can speak about that for a very long time. So I got to learn with some of the Chavar here at our Nun Beis. Very, 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 very deep. I already gave Shirin, but, you know, could use another round after a couple of years more, you know. Um, the turn and base is, is, is unbelievably deep. Our job, therefore, is to serve as a link between the Mechuy of Hametzius, that which really exists, and the realm of Afshari Hametzius, to reveal that light within the realm that is otherwise worthless and meaningless. And so counterintuitively, the less seriously we take this world, in the sense that we recognize that it be'etzem is Afshari Hametzius, the more real it becomes. The more real our engagement with the world becomes. The less seriously we take the world, the more seriously we take the world. That means that every single Yid that knows that this world is just a hallway takes it a whole lot more seriously than the Chaver that think it's the ballroom. It's a pellet. It's counterintuitive. And in so doing, the world Taka becomes alive and it becomes real. Mechuyiv Hamatzias is Elokus. That's the realm of godliness. Efshari Hametzius is the Oilamais. Remember the Baal Shem Tov says, Oilamais, Neshamais, Elikus. So there's Elokus, which is Mechuyiv Hametzius. There's Efshari Hametzius, which is Oilamais. And then there's Neshamais, and that's what's in between. And our job is to serve as the channel, and the way that we know this is because the pinnacle, pinnacle, pinnacle of a Yid is the Tzaddik, the real Tzaddik, right? The true Tzaddik. And the true tzaddik is rooted in the midah of Yisoid. Because the Pasuk says, with tzaddik Yisoid Oilam, and that's connected to Yosef HaTzaddik. That's why we call him Yosef HaTzaddik. That's his midah. And about this midah, the Pasuk says, Kichol Bashamayim of Aretz. Kichol is Gematria Yisoid. Kichol Yisoid Bashamayim Uva Aretz is linked to heaven and earth and links the two together. As the Zara Kaddish says, Tzaddik Manda Ochid Bishmayu Va'ara. The tzaddik brings together heaven and earth. And now we can understand it far more deeply and what our mission is. There are only three things in the world. There's the realm of godliness, there's the realm of physicality, and there's the realm of the Jewish identity. Ultimately, the human identity, but that's also our job to be misakin and to wake the world up as to what humanity's purpose is. That's called being a light unto the nations. But ultimately, in terms of our unique positioning as the tzaddikim kiviyachol, klapi the world, and that's each and every one of us, the Pasuk says, va'amich kulam tzaddikim, va'amich kulam tzaddikim, is to serve as the channel neshamais between elikus and oilamais. Is to draw shefa down into the world through our engagement with the world in a meaningful way, in a conscious way, in a way that's connected to our mission. Amzu Yitzarta Li says the Pasuk, I created this nation for me, Tihilasi Yisaperu, to tell HaKadosh Baruch Hu's praise and to live a life that implies the existence of a boyri oilam. That's the sum total of our mission. Memela, this is Mamish the Pasuk. There are three things. Nahar is the Neshamas, because that's what links the source and the place that it's going to in order to saturate it, bring it to life, channel blessing. Nahar Eden, Eden being Elokus. Ah, Lahashko is 
to bring the Gan, which is this world, is one big beautiful garden, but it needs to be watered. And that's our job. That's what it means to, to, to be a Yid, is to water the world. To mamish water the world. Without getting into the depth of it now, because we could be talking about this for a very long time now. Very, very simple for those that are a little bit more familiar with the Svaramakdash, it's good to know. Nahar Eden Gan, which is Rosh Hateva's Oinig. We're going to get to that three times. We're going to get into this in, in, in a minute. Which is connected to Oilamos Neshamos Elikus and connected to Mechuyiv HaMetzius, Efshari HaMetzius, and the Neshamos of Am Yisrael in between, who are the ones that bring that whole chain together and allow Shefa to flow down into the world. Also correlate to the Indian of Yudke Vavke, which contains five elements called partsufim, without getting into the depth of this now. The top of the Yud is one parts of one expression of godliness in a certain way, in a certain kli, in a certain vessel. The Yud itself is another. The He is another. The Vav is another. And the final He is another. And that's five. Those are called partsufim. Those partsufim correspond to five worlds. Those five worlds are called Adam Kadman, without getting to the depth of this, Atsilus, Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya, five worlds. And there are also five levels of our soul, each of which correspond to all the others, Nefesh, Ruch, Neshama, Chaya, and Yechida. And each of these three things correspond. But if you're paying attention, this is Mamish, Oilamos, Neshamos, Elikos. Neshamos is what we call Naran Chai, Nefesh, Ruch, Neshama, Chaya, and Yechida. Oilamois is what we call Ak and Abiyah, Adam Kadmon and Atzilus Briyitziyasiyah. And the Elikus is the Partsufim. So all of a sudden we start to get a very clear picture. Like all these concepts we're learning about, where do they fit, where do they go? It's very, very simple. It's very simple. It's solidified down into three levels. Three levels. Now we can understand what the Sefer Yitzira says. In Perak Bey's Mishnah Dalit, says the Sefer Yitzira, Ein oinek. On the realm of good, there is nothing greater than Oneg. Which again, you could learn it simply, but we're learning it very deeply. There's nothing greater than pleasure. Okay, obviously, right? That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the best feeling in the world, to feel a wash in a, in, a, in a wave of feeling content and feeling taken care of and feeling satisfied. oinek. And in the realm of evil, there's nothing worse than nega, which means an affliction, like a negatsaras. So again, you could understand it on a simple level, and it checks, right? Nobody wants nega, everybody wants oneg. Makes sense. Much deeper. If oneg is Rosh Tevis Eden Nohargan, and that means that the nun is functioning as the river that's bringing Eden down to Gan. And that means to say that we recognize this, the, the, uh, we recognize the hierarchy here. What's the shayrish? And what's the tachlis? And what's the process to bring the shayrish into the tachlis? Which is oineg. There's nothing higher than that. But look what happens with nega. It doesn't just mean affliction. Look what happens with it. The nun leaves its place. The nun comes first. Nahar. And then the gan. Oh, and then also somewhere in the background, maybe there's an aid in somewhere. There's some, some divine, you know, source, which is like, it's nice, you know, peripherally. Oh, but, but that's nega. That's mamish nega. Now, these three, like the Zarekadosh told us, Eid and Nahargan, 
correlate to the three Hayoyims in the Pasuk, as the Zarkadish told us, which themselves manifest in the three Su'udas of Shabbos Friday night, Shabbos morning, and Shabbos afternoon. If you'll notice, and we don't have so much time to get into the depth of it, Baruch Hashem, we're going at a good pace, and I hope you are with me, and I apologize if you have any questions, maybe we'll make time at the end for clarification, not that I have any answers, but I guess we can explore them together, all with the help of Hashem. If you'll notice that Darizal wrote three different Askinu Su'udasas for the three Su'udas of Shabbos, it's very important to try to say. If you have a bencher, it's a little bit, Nusach or something, but by now most benchers have it, you'll see an Askinu Su'udasa, it's not really a zemer. Some have a zemer for a breslav as beautiful zemeres for askinu sudasa. Different for all the sudas. But the terminology changes by all three. Friday night, it's called dahi suudasa. This is the meal, the chakal tapuchin kadishin, which means the field of holy apples. Again, we don't have time to really every nakuda, but just just to try to give it to you in a in a nutshell. Friday night is the Suda of Chakal Tepuch and Kaddishin. We're going to get to that in a minute. Shabbos day, it says, Dahi Sudasa da Atika Kaddisha. This is the Suda of what? Of Atika Kaddisha. Of Atik. Get to that in a minute also, which means the ancient one. Get to that based on a passage of Daniel. And Shalashudas, it says, Dahi Sudasa de Zeir Anpin. This is the feast of Zeir Anpin, which means the small face. Okay, this is what it says. Arizal brings that there are three different suddhas and each of these three is connected to a different terminology. You'll also notice, perhaps, and this is far more well known, that in the Shmoina Esrei of all three, we change one word, even though it's the same uh, 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 sort of um, composition right before we get into Ritzay and Maidim. Friday night, we say V'yanuchu Kal Yisrael, which is a female terminology. Shabbos day we say v'yanuchu v'y kol Yisrael and on it they should rest v'yanuchu v'y with a male connotation and then Shalosh and then Mincha we say v'yanuchu v'am kol Yisrael which is plural. So we have to get into what this means. We have to get into what this means. We said before that there are five partsufim, right? Didn't really define it. There's a lot, to, a lot of hakdamas that are needed, but I just want to leave you with something practical, you know, you mamash take with you. So we learned before that there are, there are five partsufim. But really, be'emes, be'emes, there are really three, which correlate, of course, to everything that we spoke about before, Eid and Nahargan. Rosh Teich Saif, this is also the word Emes, is the Aleph, which is the first, and the Mem, which is the middle, and the Tav, which is the last letter in the Aleph base, and many other sets of three, and you'll have fun with that. But there are really three parts of it. Because any structure has to have three components. If you're building a big, big Shetach, building a big property with a big roof, you don't, you, I mean, you can put 12 pillars if you like, but really what you need is three pillars. You need one on one side, one on the other side, and one in the middle. Otherwise, if you don't know the one in the middle, it's gonna cave in. If you don't know the one on one side, it's gonna fall over that way, and the one on the other side is gonna fall in this way. You, three is always the minimum necessary. Not just like the body of an ant. We can learn from Nemalim also, right? Like the body of an ant. What's the inion of the ant? I didn't know that it's not recording, No. Um, okay, but it's recording, the audio is recording. 
Bezer Hashem. And now if people would join and they wouldn't know what I'm talking about anyway. So I, I didn't see that. I just saw that now. Okay. But I'll call upon him. Thanks for, for letting me know. It's recording on, on Facebook also. Okay. So like an ant has three parts of the body, right? The Chavra probably know better than me what they're, what they're called, but they do have names. I think each of these three parts of the body have names. Three primary elements that are essential. And when it comes to the partsufim, the first parts of that's essential is called Atik Yoimin, which is the first Gilui of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's revelation within this framework called what's going to become worlds. It's just Hashem going ahead and manifesting His desire to go ahead and create a world, which is the first earliest array of any kind of illumination that we can perceive on the level of conscious beings from HaKadosh Baruch Hu manifesting Himself. And then, that getting to the depth of it, but the yud itself, because that's, that's the ku to the ois yud, right? That's the tip of the, of the ois yud. And then we have the yud and, and the hay, which is chachma and bina, but those are included within the, within the yud. So it's really just three. It's the, it's the yud, and then it's the vav, which is called zeir anpin, small face, which we'll get into. And then there's the final hay, which is called nukva de zeir anpin. It's the feminine aspect. Our world, which is macabre, in order to give back something more perfect, like women do, because they're rooted in that place, and their khuna is to be macabre, and then to give something back far more perfect. And that's what our collective job is as Am Yisrael, which is the Kala, Klapia Kadesh Baruch, is to take everything He gives us and then give back something more perfect, as the Gemara says. That's why we give a bris, because we're the ones that are mashlim Hashem's creation. We are giving Him something, Kibiyachu. And that's a deep sugi. Did He need it? Did He not need it? Okay, without getting into it. But we're, we are giving him something or else he wouldn't, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't have created the whole world. Yes, in accordance with his desire, fair enough. But in accordance with the way Hashem set this up, we're, we're contributing something. That's the level of this world. So there are three levels. Atik Yoimin, Zeir Anpin, and Nukva. Aligned with Oilamais, Nishamais, Elikus, it's very, it's very easy. Elikus is the level of Atik Yoimin. That's the realm of the source. That's the realm where everything begins. That's the realm of the earliest level of Gilui. The level of Oilamois is on the other side. That's the last Hav Yud Kevavke. That's the end of the process because everything's wrapped up into the shame Yud Kevavke, which is the shame Havaya, which doesn't just, the letters Yud Kevavke mixed around. That means the name of existence. It includes everything in that name. And the He is included in the Vav, and the Vav is included in the He, and the He is included in the Yud, and the Yud is included in the Kutsadais Yud, and that is included in the first tiny drop, and then things just disappear into a realm, not of nothingness, of everythingness. <laughs> to us, we look at the Torah, and it's in light mode. HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks at the Torah in black mode, you understand? You understand what I mean? Meaning on a phone, you can look at Gmail in black mode or white mode. It's us that think that the light is light and that the dark is dark. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is punkt vakeret. By Hashem, what to us is black, that's the real light up there. And what to us is light is only because Hashem made it black. So everything gets flipped around, right? But but Akalpanim, over here you see that these three things align. What's in the middle? What's in the middle is Zeir Anpin. Zeir Anpin is Nishmas Yisrael. Zeir Anpin is that place from which Am Yisrael derive. We're the bridge. We're the ones that are holding the whole structure together. We're the ones that are serving as a channel to bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light from the place of Atik Yoimin, which is HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kiviyach B'chvayit in that place of our Insof, down into the realm that appears to be separate, down into the realm of Malchus, down into that place. Now here things get even more interesting. 
Because what did the, what did the Sefer Yitzira tell us? The Sefer Yitzira told us that there's nothing better than Oineg and there's nothing worse than Nega. What's the distinction between Oineg and Nega? Oineg is Eidin Nahar Gan Kesed, where everything has its place. And Oineg is where the Nun is, and the Gimel come first, which means the person's ego first, and then the world, how we can use it, and then maybe, maybe there's a God hidden somewhere, somewhere. But that's, 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 that's um, Nega, right? And then there's Oineg. Oineg, everything's Keseder. On Shabbos, you find an even deeper level. Because Shabbos is rooted in Oineg. But on Shabbos, like we say in our davening, Friday night is the Indian of Chakal Tapuch and Kaddishans. Friday night is the world. Shabbos day is, is Elokus. Is Atik Yoimin. And that's why we say the Yenuchu Voi, which is the male standpoint, in relation to Friday night, which is the female. And all the way at the end is the Yenuchu Vam Kal Yisrael, which is called Zeir Anpin, Dohi Sudasa de Zeir Anpin. That's the place of Yenuchu Vam, where we bind them together, which is our task. Why? And here's the distinction between the eating of the week and the eating of Shabbos. During the regular week, it's Oilam Azeh. And Oilam Azeh, things are not metukan. And the world is broken. And we know that there's a place of shlemus above. And we're trying violently to draw that down into the world of brokenness below. That's the, that's the six days of the week. But Shabbos is me'ein Oilam Haba. Shabbos is a little taste of what the world is going to be on that place of Oilam Haba when the world is already metukan. Where you don't have to look up and away from the world to see HaKadosh Baruch Hu, But you have to look through it. Memela and Shabbos, we have the same three Bechinas of Eden Nahar Gan, rooted in Hayoim, 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 the source of Shalish Su'udas. But on Shabbos, the Indian is three Su'udas. Friday night is the Nakuda of Chakal Tapuchin Kadishin, is always a, is a reference to Malchus, is the Indian of, it's Gavalt, is the Indian of, 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 um, of the world, which is Mechabel. And there the world is first. Aishas Chayil, which is the level of the feminine, Ateres Bala, becomes the crown of the husband. Which is, of course, the Indian of Shabbos. That's what we sing on Friday night. Aishas Chayil, Ateres Bala. Evan Ma'asu Ha'boinim Hoysa L'Roish Pina. The Evan, the physicality on the bottom that was supposed to be Mechabal. The world, physicality, the lowliest play. Evan! becomes Leroy Pina, becomes the highest point. Because Shabbos is a taste of things as they are mitukan, as they are fixed. And that's why Friday night we say, That's the world, and the world is beautiful on Friday night. And the world is fixed on Shabbos. Shabbos day, well, how was the world fixed? Oh, you know how? Because of Yenuchu Voi, which is HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light, Elokus. And then, well, how did that whole thing happen? Oh, you know, it's like, it's like after the whole Sipur finishes and somebody was going and he doesn't want to take credit for it. He sort of, sort of sits on the side and he, he has a knowing look in his eyes because he knows that he was involved in making the whole thing happen. That's Shalashudis. That we're the ones that put the whole thing together. Says the Tifer Shlema of Radamsk. 
The avoida of being mevarer, nitzotze kedusha, of eating in such a way that we know that there's holiness in here and we're trying to reveal the holiness and elevate it and bring together so that create a channel so that godliness can flow down into the act of eating and so on and so forth. The avoida Hashem of the week, that's done on Shabbos. There's no Indian on Shabbos of lifting up the holy sparks, of going ahead and collecting holiness from throughout the world, which is part of the tikkun process that you and I are the nahar that connect Eden and Gan. That's, that's the talich of Olam Azeh. That's where we're going from the roish to the saif, from the world that was before the world was created, so to speak, to the world of Olam Haba. And this is the process and this is our task along the way. On Shabbos, that's finished. There's no avoidus habirurim. Maybe that's so beautiful. It's, it's a remez in the Pasuk itself. <laughs> in the Pasuk that talks about the eating of Shabbos, Moshe Rabbeinu says, Hayoim loy simsa'ehu basade. Today, loy simsa'ehu basade. There's nothing to find in the field. What's the field? The field is Elamazeh. Loy simsa'ehu basade. There's nothing left in the field. All the holy sparks have been elevated. Everything exists in a place of tikkun. Hayoim loy simsa'ehu basade. When does that word come? After the third Hayyim. What's the third Hayyim? Nahar. The level that binds these two together. Nishmas Yisrael, Zeranpin. Memela. Because the job has been done. Like it's written from that Rizal. He says, This is Mamish Boirer. If we were going ahead and lifting up the holy sparks from within food, physicality on Shabbos, we're over on Bayer on a certain level. It's not physical, but that's called selecting the good from the bad, which is that which is the Malach of Bayer. Who have Malach of Shabbos? That's that Rizal says, not a remez. That Rizal says it's Mamish, Mamish, a Malacha. Rak. So what's the eating of Shabbos? This is what Ibn Achim was alluding to as well. And everything is just Alderich, maybe, Alderich Efsher, what do I know? It just. We're trying to get some clarity over here together. Rak kol bircha in the le'el of etat of yoyim talion. The Zarekah says that all the blessing in the upper worlds and the lower worlds depend on Shabbos. V'lechein si v'le'echol v'shabbos. And that's why we're commanded to eat on Shabbos. Nothing to do with nitzaitzis, nothing to do with fixing. Shemeya o'yichel yeitzei machel. That when we eat, memela we're being megaleh. The reality that already exists of a perfect world. Bringing the Shefa down into the world, not because we did anything to awaken it from below, but because Shabbos itself, as the Gemara tells us in Yuma's of a Kaima, as opposed to Yantiv. Yantiv, we're the ones that are Makadish, the, the, the Lavana, we're the ones that decide what day the Yantiv is and what day of the week it's going to be holy. Shabbos is Kviyav Kaima. Shabbos is Mahamish Me'ein Olam Haba. Shabbos is fixed and it's not, it's not a time for Avoid. The Gemara tells us, Ki asuya. Consider it as if all of your work is done. Say the Tzadikim, not just physical work. Don't just mean to put away your hammer as the song says, there's nothing left to do. It doesn't just mean that. It means there's nothing left for you to do in your Avoidas Hashem. Shabbos is a day of rest. Shabbos is something else. Shabbos is not a time of beer and eatsoitzes. That's it. We draw down that reality that already exists. It's not a time of labor. That's already been done. In this case, it's Gan, Eden, and Nefashis. 
It's chak al tapuchin kadishin. And then ze and then atik yoyman and then zeir anpin. The three suudas of Shabbos. It's oinig. It's it's eden nahar gan, but it's the gan coming first, saturated with the eden that has been accomplished through the nahar, which is the inin of yinuchu vam kol yisrael that we say by mincha, which is connected to shalashudas, as opposed to the vay of Shabbos day and the va of Friday night. Says the Siddur Shal Shabbos. Vigam oid merum is ba oinig, but the word oinig means eidin nahar gam, but it means something else. Mitrikon idun neshama guf. Idun neshama guf. The cleansing, the refining of neshama and guf together. That's oinig Shabbos. Idin neshama guf. Kaloimar. Shitzarach la adin beshabbos as a neshama shaboy. Vigam a guf tzarach la adin kidugmas oilam haba. Also connected to the Inan of Alam Haba when the world, like I mentioned, will be completely and entirely seen and perceived only as the greatest giloy, as the greatest revelation of godliness. And who's to say that that necessarily means something quantitatively changing within the world? Maybe it's just a shift in perspective. Maybe it's just us mamas beginning to see the world as the greatest giloy of elikus there is. I'm sure it means something else. Obviously, something's going to change that Amchal describes. But so much can be accomplished by changing the way we look at things. We're living within a giloy elikus. Everybody knows, where is God? I can't find, says the Kotzka, wherever you let him in. Wherever you let him in, and this is the avoida, to serve as the channel, to be miyachit shmayavara like the tzaddik that all of us are, ba'amechulam tzaddikim, kedugmas oilam haba. Eden neshama guf, where the guf is completely cleansed and purified. That's the inin of gan, and then we have Eden, and then we have neshama. Ubizay Yuvdal says the Siddur Shabbos in a different place, and with this we can make a distinction of Yufrash Sudas Shabbos Kodesh, Mishar Sudas Vanuas Mitzvah. That's why the eating of Shabbos is different than the eating of all the days of the week. Kibichol Achila Shal Mitzvah. Whenever we eat throughout the week, we make a bracha, bracha Rishon, bracha Achrein, with a holy intention. The kavana is la'ir al yadeha eizepu'ula We're trying to accomplish something through our eating. Eating is incredibly deep. And we're trying to do something. L'moshal achilas matzahs b'pesach, when we're eating on Pesach. L'achilas ha-moichin de-gadlus. Right? Without getting into the depth, to bring moichin de-gadlus, a very, very high giloy level, into us. L'achilas Arab yam kippurim And on Arab yam kippur, where there's achilas mitzvah, there's a big, a big kavana there. L'tikun yisoyed u-malchus. Right? V'chadayim to go ahead and accomplish a yichud. All the mitzvahs have a kavana. The eating of Shabbos does not have a kavana. It's not for the purpose of Seville, like Rabbi Nachman told us. It's not to eat so that we could become satisfied. And in so doing there, we were mevarer, the nitzaitzis hakadusha from the food. And, that, and that's the satisfaction. With this we go and we serve Hashem. And that's, that's lifting the world. No. Because he says, The eating of Shabbos has no kavana to do anything in the upper realms. Everything is already done on Shabbos. In accordance with the shift in the spiritual lights that are changing from Friday night, with Avoida Friday night, is Chakal Tepuchin Kaddish, the Inan of Gan, and then the Inan of Friday, Shabbos morning, which is the Inan of Atik Yoimin, which is why we also say, Yismach Moshe Bamanas Chalkoi, right? We say, um, 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 Ateris, right? What's the Pasuk? No, not the Kanta. No, no, that's, that's Musaf. But in, in, in Shachris, we say, um, 
Anyway, that, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave Moshe uh, a crown. I'm forgetting the Pasuk right now. Aren't you saying? Right? Which is the inan of a crown, which is the inan of Kesser, which is connected to that Partsuf, which is related to Boy, which is Moshe Rabbeinu, without getting into it, that's, that's Shabbos day. And then, and then, and then Friday night, and, and then, and then Shalashudis, things are changing. right? Everything's changing. Each of these three meals, it's not the same thing. Every meal has, has a different kavana, but not what we're accomplishing, what we are accessing. It's very different, what we're accessing. As he speaks about it's incredible giluyim, incredible levels of spiritual light that are revealed to those that are tapping into it during these three times. That the mind and the soul is able to feel the difference of the light. It's a different R. Friday night is not Shabbos day. Everybody knows this. And Shabbos day, but not just like every night is not like the morning and the morning is not like the afternoon. It's a, different, it's a different spirit, it's a different feeling, it's a different argosha. Shalashudis, the sun setting, Shabbos going away, you know, it's, it's something else. And the mind feels it. And in accordance with the value and with the, with the level of that light, that's our kavana. But But it's not that our Eating is doing something in the upper realms. It's the same thing, the tefillah of the six days of the week and the tefillah of Shabbos. It's just a time of suda. To go ahead and to rejoice. To go ahead and to eat and to drink. As the Pazik says, This is Mamish the just the avoid in and of itself, without any kavana of bringing about tikkunim. Tap into the essence of what's being revealed, it's already there, connect very deeply to what's being revealed in that moment. You see this? Just realize this. And that's what's taking place. Mamish at the Kavana. It's unbelievable. Oinig, Eden Nahargan, Hayoim, Hayoim, Hayoim. Says Rabbi Nachman, and we'll try to knock out the last couple of sources, Baruch Hashem. We made very, very good timing. Tremendous Siat Rishmai, all in the Schus of the Heligat Sibor. Thank you guys for gathering together and for learning with me. Says the Rebbe over here, Vedashi Iker Kvot Shabbos Yachila. The main thing of Shabbos is the eating. The main covered Shabbos is the eating. Kamashikasav, Echluhu Hayoim. Right? The, the, the whole day is captured in the Avoida of Achila. Ichluhu Hayoin. Ki Achila Shabbos Yikaram Oid. The eating of Shabbos is tremendously precious. Ki hu Kulai Elikos. Kulai Kodesh. Kulai Elikos. There's no Oilamos there. It's Kulai Elikos, the eating of Shabbos. Just godliness. It's not like the days of the week where you're putting a physical piece of food in your mouth and you're having a kavana that there's godly sparks in here and then I'm going to eat it and I'm going to serve Hashem with that energy and that's going to fix the world. No. The food that you're putting into your mouth on Shabbos is kuloi elikus, kuloi koidesh for the reason that we've explained Baruch Hashem at length and I hope clearly, I hope that the Chavra is, is, is with me. I hope because I had to say it very, very quickly. I hope I'm with myself. I hope I still know it's flying here. Kulei likus, kulei kodesh, gamavur. 
To be marb in the suda of Shabbos, Chevra. Normally, to be marb in an Indian of Olam Azez, not so good. Right? But on Shabbos, we could be marb in the suda of Shabbos. Why? Because the eating is itself a likuz. Because the eating at that time is not about an avoid that it makes something come about. It's the revelation of something so deep and so holy, it's so perfected. In another place, and this is, by the way, just you know, all the places in the Kutum Ran Baruch Hashem that, that, that speak about the eating of Shabbos. So this is Rabbi Nachman's message on the, on the matter. The Rebbe says, A person has to be tremendously joyous on Shabbos. Ah, Shabbos is coming. We're so happy. Maybe they got it from here. Right? You have to be Not to show any depression, not to show any sadness, not to show any worry. On Shabbos, take a break. Give yourself a break. To add on all different kinds of pleasures that you can. Eating, drinking, clothing, whatever it is. Everything on Shabbos in the place of Gashmi is Mamish Elokus. It's Mitukan. It's Gan Eden Nefesh. It's Nahar. Right? It's, it's, it's Mamish. Oilamois comes first because it's the Tikkun Asholein. Chak al-tapuchin comes first. Everything's fixed. Ki achila Shabbos hu kulay ruchni is kulay koydesh. Again, Rabbi Nachman says the eating of Shabbos is totally spiritual. It's not a physical act that we are sanctifying. It is totally spiritual. Kulay koydesh, it is totally holy. As we began with, it goes to a completely different place as the eating during the week. As we've said, Previously, and finally, Rabbi Nachman says, And the pleasure of this incredible eating of Shabbos is the eating of holiness. Eating during the week, which is the beginning of Eitzadas Ra, because Toiv and Ra is split up into three sets of three, which is Kasher, Pasel, Tamei, Tahar, Mutter, and Aser, which is the six days of the week, and that's the eating of Toiv and Ra. But Shabbos is the Eitz HaChayim. Memela, if the Eitz HaDas Toiberaz the six days of the week, then there's going to be some good there and some not so good there because our, our Kavanah is not perfect. Avom Yachila, Shabbos, Ein Chelik L'Sitra Achra, Klalu Klal. The eating of Shabbos, there's no Sitra Achra, there's nothing because the world is fixed. It's not the Talich, the process of trying to rectify a broken world. Everything is Mushlam. Kemoshikasov, again the Pasuk, Kichlu Hu Ayoyim, Ki Shabbos Hayoyim Lashem. Ki Achila Shabbos Nasa Kedusha Ve'elukus Gamor, like we said. Total godliness, without any, any, any mix of anything else. We're going to skip out on this source from the Sudarshal Shabbos. I just want, to, just want to close now and try to end as close to the time as we, as we can. But you'll see it, Bezer Hashem, you can look it up, and I'll send out the source sheets. Let's close it out with this line from the Sudarshal Shabbos. So powerful. The Sudarshal Shabbos learns that the Torah is not speaking about Achila. He says that Pasuk, Apipshad is speaking about the man. Chazal use it as an asmachta. Remember, we mentioned there's a machlekis about this, about where the shayrish of eating three sudas is. He learns that the Torah doesn't say explicitly we have to eat on Shabbos. Because he says, listen, why? Because 
I think it should have a youth there, I think. He says the essence of the eating on Shabbos is that our neshama should be so on fire that we've brought the world through our void of the six days of the week, imperfect as it is, but you come into Shabbos, afilu, Shabbos, right? It says, No matter where you're holding, how incomplete, where I'm holding, you come into Shabbos, things are metukana. Avoid you did work. So there's a tremendous simcha there tapping into the essence of what it is to be a Jew. It's not just the nakuda of, oh, like, oh, we're starting? Okay, we're starting the process, or even that we're in the middle of it. We finished. And there's a tremendous confidence there. There's a tremendous simcha there. There's a tremendous hargasham when you're sitting in that moment to feel, wow, this is me'ein oilam haba. What can be better than this? This is me'ein oilam haba mamish. There's no rush. I don't need to go anywhere. I don't need to think about anything. I can just live. I can mamish live. I can be alive. You have that the world doesn't have a day to be alive. They're so busy trying to live that they have no time to actually live. And it's unbelievable. Hashem gave us a day to mamish, just be, to just be. It's the Indian of Shabbos. It's not doing anything. Even with your avoiders. Just be present with your wife, with your spouse, with your kids, with your community, with your family, with the Svarim with the Tzaddikim, with nature. Just be. That's it. Just be on Shabbos. Memela, if that's what Shabbos, the eating of Shabbos is, it's not an Indian of, okay, we're commanding you, you better be happy on Shabbos, because you either are or you ain't. Like, you're either plugged into the mashma'ut of the eating of Shabbos, which is mamash the klaliyas of what it means to be a Jew, which itself engenders an essential joy that you're not in control of, that you have to go ahead and inspire. It's natural, it's memela. And I bless you, mamash, to apply these ideas this coming Shabbos. Something else, you have a kavana, what the eating of Shabbos is. It's, it's a natural simcha. There's no cheris in the world, mamash. You know, it, it, would, be, it would be too an understatement to lean over like we do Pesach night, Friday night. So the hechrek, we have to sit up straight. It's, it's, it's malchus beyond malchus. It's, it's, what is it? You're sitting there, there's no rush. You're just mamish eating with your family, with friends, and, and with zmiris. So you either have it or you don't. It's not an Indian where it's a tzivoy. Because Shabbos, again, like Hashem, is either everything to you or it's nothing to you. It's not in between. It's not in between because this is the shoyrish of what it means to be a Jew. Eden Nahar Gan. The Nakud of Hayoim, Hayoim, Hayoim. Loisim Se'eu Basade. When we're trying to bring the world to a place of Tikkun, we're trying to bridge the gap between Mechuyiv HaMetzius and Afshari HaMetzius. We're trying to be that Nahar that allows that flow from Eden to Gan. On Shabbos, we taste a little bit to reap the rewards of our efforts. And that's the inin of the Achila of Shabbos, that's Kuli Kodesh, Kuli Ruchni, that we could be Marba in the Achila of Shabbos. We should be conscious of what it is to eat on Shabbos, what Shabbos represents. And thereby, that's why, of course, going back to the very beginning, that Shabbos is itself the satisfaction, because it's a Me'ein Olam Haba, the time when there's no lack, because everything's already fixed. And Minam Isbarachin Shita Yaimin. Then you march out into the six days of the week with a completely different consciousness. Having tasted a little bit of a taste of the end, you know what the middle is supposed to look like. And that's where the Avoida starts again. To be that Nahar, to be that channel, to be that Va'amichulim Tzadikim, Tzadik Vanda Achit Shmaya Va'ara. I bless us all. Be'ezer Hashem to really stand up with this Tafkid confidently, confidently. The world is so lacking confidence today. People standing up and Mamish embracing their role, Mamish embracing their 
place. Be an individual. Be confident. HaKadosh Baruch Hu put you here for a reason. This is the reason all of us share, but all of us need to be a channel in our own way. Embrace it. And Mamish, try to live a life. And I'm blessing myself and you are overhearing. But I bless it upon all of you too to be a kind of person that's connected with that mission. Keep this Pasuk in mind all the time. It is the essence of Yiddishkeit. And of course, Shabbos magnifies that and gives us a taste of the world that's mitukan already. All b'seyat Thank you guys so much for joining. I hope that you enjoyed. I can't see most of the faces, but it's, it's, it's something special. It's something special. Chazi Hashem, Ashreinu, march into Shabbos, and then out of Shabbos into the six days of the week, which should be zaycheh very soon to the Yom Shukuli Shabbos, or the coming of Mashiach, said Kainu b'mheir v'yameinu, amen v'amen. Be'ezer Hashem. Thank you guys so much for joining. Ah, ah, Ashreinu. Thank you, Chavra. Okay, Bezer Hashem, wishing you all the beautiful, the most beautiful Shabbos. Does anybody have a question that, that you want to ask? Or? Point on, yeah, like, it's supposed sure. to be a uhu with a uhu because it's the third hayoyim, which is plural. Ooh, ah. Timtsu uhu. You will not find it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Bum. Yafema od. Yafema od. Okay, Chevra, amazing. Thank you so much for joining, all of you, especially the ones with the cameras on. I appreciate it. <laughs> It makes it easier. Good job, good job, good job. Ashreno, thank you guys.